morning. Welcome again to Morning Devotions, and thank you for our time together. Looking forward to seeing you in the services today as we study Paul confronting the attitudes of the church of Corinth that they had with him. It's going to be a great study. But right now, let's get into the book of Acts, chapter 21, beginning with verse 17. When we had come to Jerusalem, the brothers received us gladly. On the following day, Paul went in with us to James, and all the elders were present. After greeting them, he related one by one the things that God had done among the Gentiles through his ministry. When they heard it, they glorified God, and they said to him, You see, brother, how many thousands there are among the Jews of those who have believed, and they are all zealous for the law. Now listen next. And they have been told about you, that you teach all the Jews among the Gentiles to forsake Moses, telling them not to circumcise their children or to walk according to their customs. What then is to be done? They will certainly hear that you have come. Do therefore what we tell you. And then they told him to do something that was the beginning of three years of imprisonment and trial. Now there's a pr two principles I want you to see here. Number one, when you do not eradicate false doctrine, false doctrine like Jesus taught is a leaven, the leaven of the Pharisees and scribes. These, this circumcision group that caused so much trouble in Acts 14 in Antioch and then in Acts 15 in Jerusalem, these people have continued to proliferate and infect the entire church at Jerusalem. To now, James says, everybody in the church of Jerusalem is zealous for the law, not zealous for Jesus, not jealous for salvation by grace, zealous for the law. Now you wonder why the church of Jerusalem ceased to exist. This is it. They turned away from salvation by grace, even though Acts 15 clearly laid down salvation by grace. That was the purpose of their decision there in, in the council meeting in Acts 15. But now the Christians were not zealous for salvation by faith. The Christians were zealous for the Mosaic law. And they listened. They had been told lies about Paul. So, now again, you have to understand, the Bible doesn't tell us that everything people did here is perfect. The Bible just tells us the story. I want you to see what I would call a grand leadership mistake, and that is the second principle. When you try to do a symbolic act to countermand gossip, it never works. When you think that you can do one symbolic act to convince people that all the lies they've been hearing about you that, that go after their favorite doctrine is wrong. I'm sorry, you're going to get hurt. One symbolic act will not erase all of the lies and all of the gossip that people have chosen to believe. They have been told, why did they listen to these accusations against Paul? Why did they entertain this? The Greek shows they were continually being told these things. Now, here's two truths I want you to see today. Number one, when false doctrine enters into a church, the leadership needs to be very strong and eradicate that false doctrine. You don't eradicate it by commanding, you eradicate it by teaching. And you keep teaching and teaching and teaching and teaching. James should have been constantly teaching salvation by grace, salvation by grace, salvation. He should have driven that thing like a hammer just every single day. Because the false doctrine people they are very persistent. The second principle I want you to see, never let people convince you to risk everything on a symbolic act to convince people of truth when they have chosen to believe a lie. People believe what they want to believe. <laughs>